Ecclesiastes 10. Dead flies make the perfumer's ointment give off a stench. So a little folly outweighs wisdom and honor. A wise man's heart inclines him to the right, but a fool's heart to the left. Even when the fool walks on the road, he lacks sense. And he says to everyone that he is a fool. If the anger of the ruler rises against you, do not leave your place, for calmness will lay great offenses to rest. There is an evil that I have seen under the sun, as it were an error proceeding from the ruler. Folly is set in many high places, and the rich sit in a low place. I have seen slaves on horses and princes walking on the ground like slaves. He who digs a pit will fall into it and a serpent will bite him who breaks through a wall. He who quarries stones is hurt by them, and he who splits logs is endangered by them. If the iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength, but wisdom helps one to succeed. If the serpent bites before it is charmed, there is no advantage to the charmer. (laughs) The words of a wise man's mouth win him favor, but the lips of a fool consume him. The beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is evil madness. A fool multiplies words, though no man knows what is to be, and who can tell him what will be after him. The toil of a fool wearies him, for he does not know the way to the city. Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child, and your princes feast in the morning. Happy are you, O land, when your king is the son of the nobility, and your princes feast at the proper time for strength and not for drunkenness. Through sloth, the roof sinks in, and through indolence, the house leaks. Bread is made for laughter, and wine gladdens life, and money answers everything. Even in your thoughts, do not curse the king, nor in your bedroom curse the rich, for a bird of the air will carry your voice, or some winged creature tell the matter. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, a really interesting chapter. It's kind of like the Proverbs (laughs) chapter of Ecclesiastes. It's a little different than the rest of the book. Um, Especially toward the back half here, it's a lot of like, I don't know how to make sense of it. Mm -hmm. The the, the first part, um, it kind of seems like the thing that you put your faith in uh, can actually kill you too. Um, (laughs) And so that's an interesting section. Right, right. Um, and then there's just a lot of different, we can almost take one of these at a time. Yes. It, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of talk, talk about, about this chapter time. as a whole. So what are, what are some of the ones that, that maybe jumped out at you or thoughts that you have on the passage? Wow. Okay. Um, well, I mean, right off the bat, it is interesting how wisdom, I love these word pictures that dead flies make perfumers ointment, give off a stench. So a little folly outweighs wisdom. It is true yeah. that like when you have. Isn't that so true? Uh, yes. I mean, there's just not just one. You can make a hundred good decisions deci- and, yeah, one and one bad, bad decision. decision. And that's all that people remember. I think about this. Right. I even think about this like when I'm driving, how I'm a, I'm a pretty good driver. I, I don't have a lot of tickets and uh, I would say I'm pretty safe. And yet I've done things before that I thought, oh my goodness, I can't believe I just pulled out in front of the person and did that. Like it really only takes one bad decision to like really you mess know, up you know, your you life. Know, uh, what I've been thinking about a, a, a little bit lately is um, Michael Richards. Um, I mean, just an example of this. Yes. Yeah. Like Michael Richards, I mean, sign of Seinfeld. Yes. He was Kramer. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, uh, cause we've been, you know, occasionally when I just need a little comfort, like 
Seinfeld is basically chicken soup for the soul for me. <laughs> and so, and so I just need a little comfort snippets, tonight. Yeah. And, you know, Paige and I were talking about this the other night, like about how Michael Richards' big career made all this money, had all this acclaim, all this fame. And then one night he lost his cool and he said some horrible racist slurs um, in this comedy act that he was doing. And like his career's over. Ruined. Yeah. Done. And so it's like, yeah, like, to your point, like he has this this yeah. treasure chest of like comedic genius. Gold, right. And then he this one fly that got in there where he lost his cool. And I don't think, I mean, he's been apologetic toward that. I don't think this guy is, you know, yeah. an intrinsically a hateful person or whatever, but he just had this moment where he, and you know, for, for a comedian too, like sometimes is it hate or bad things that are hard or is it just like, you're trying to be funny and it's not funny, and you, went you know, over yeah. the line. And so anyway, right. it's just a horrible thing, but yes, I mean, look at that. And that we can, we could tell story after story after story of those kinds of things that happen where yeah. this is the thing that they're remembered by. Right. Um, okay. So some of the, some of the stuff at the end really caught my eye. Okay. Um, you know, even like this last verse, even in your thoughts, don't curse the King, uh, because birds, of the air <laughs> will carry your voice. I mean, it, it just the, the wisdom of discretion. Yes. Um, and how like a lot of times your words will get you in trouble. That's I do right. think that's like an incredibly helpful thing. It um, is. You know, if you if you don't if you don't want a thought to be known, then it's better uh to not say it because things have their way of getting out. Right. Um, and so. now that's so hard because people are I mean, there's so many proverbs. There's another, you know, proverb that says in a multitude of words, there's much sin. Um, and it says like up at the, in verse 14, a fool multiplies words, though no man, he, he, he doesn't know any more than anyone else. No man knows what is to be. And he won't, he doesn't even know what's after him. And yet we feel we're so empowered by our knowledge and we think we understand what's going on and we'll just, it, we should walk in more wisdom to realize, even if I think I know what's going on with the ruler, for instance, or right, yeah, yeah. my boss, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't voice all of these things. Like you need to wait in wisdom and really receive. Isn't that so true? The, yeah, because I, I don't. I That's don't a know. good word for younger people. Right? It's hard to know that as a younger person. It is. It is because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, but, and you don't yeah. always have to. Like, here's an invite. Like, you don't always have to say everything you think. You know, right. like just 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 give it a little time. A little like, time. not everything needs to be said all the time. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. And even the section before that talks about, and even if there are things to be said and done that wisdom dictates that should be done in um, gentleness um, right. with, you know, again, discretion, uh, not with strength. We, we are a culture that comes at everything with our full strength now. <laughs> Just, you know, we don't hold back. So reactionary. Uh, so reactionary. So yeah. I mean, everything is so this way completely or that way completely. Um, okay. Another thing, this is also like the very end. Um, but uh, the sloth mm. through sloth, the roost sinks, sinks in, in and then and through indolence, the house leaks. I was just thinking about this too. Like, you know, even just this is an analogy, but like at the actual uh, object of this analogy is kind of true. Like being a homeowner is hard. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, it's like the, the, the things in everything in your life takes maintenance. It's yes. kind of what it is. Yes. Like, and, and so, your house is a good analogy for that. It is. Because like, you, you know, it, it, so we got our house painted a few years ago. And obviously this was a, kind of a hard year for our house last year with the tree and everything that happened. But like, 
we're, we're like talking now and I was like, I remember thinking like, okay, well now I've got my house paint. I'll never have to worry about that again. And like, that was probably four years ago. <laughs> right. and already. I mean, it's only right. been four years. We had a painter house white. We have a lot mm-hmm. of trees, probably a mistake. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's like already we're like, we, we may have to right. paint the house again. And, right. And it's just like, gosh, this thing never ends. I can never finish this. Right. House. But really everything in your life is like that. Your right. character requires maintenance parenting yeah maintenance marriage maintenance, maintenance yeah it, even though the world if you think about it i was that's so funny you said this about the house because like my neighbors i was talking to them the day, other day and they everyone's talking about you know like replacing windows and like uh, using all the things but like everybody the almost everyone says it. they're like because we don't want any more maintenance like the world actually tells us sells us this lie that we can do everything mm-hmm so that we won't have maintenance and we work so hard to get that. And yet there is nothing that doesn't require maintenance. Uh, you know, Paige and I always talk about that. Like whenever we get into like an argument or whatever, um, I always say to her, Oh my gosh, Paige, like I was so stupid. I, I'll never be frustrated with you ever again. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I just say that because right, right. I wish that was true. I wish it were true. And, yeah. and, and in those moments I feel like, how could I have ever been frustrated this woman? Like she's amazing. Like, um, and, but then I get frustrated, like, you know, yeah. and so I'm always having to like work on my marriage. I'm always right. having to, you know, we, and like we do these, we have this like date that we do every week that we call our day date where we like kind of work on our marriage because mm-hmm. marriage requires maintenance. Right. And, um, and so anyway, I just think that's such a good word to like, if you don't pay attention to the things in your life, if you don't steward the things in your life, your, your roof is going to sink in. Your roof is going to leak. Uh, you know, everything requires maintenance. maintenance. So, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts for this? There's a lot of, again, there's a lot of different places we could probably go here. We've talked about words. We've talked about idols. We've talked about leaky roofs. Uh, we've talked about discretion. Maybe that's enough for today. I think it's a lot. But, uh, a lot yeah, to think about. But a lot to think about. Ecclesiastes 10, a lot of really good stuff there. For Jennifer McClish, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.